hey, uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, Shopify apps again and uh, how much money can actually be made with those. Uh, we want to pick a few of them, uh, a few developers and try to uh, share whatever we found on how much do they make, what sort of a business those are uh, and uh, just to see how, how much it, it is worth. There's one thing that I like wanted to go through first uh, since it, it actually kind of is uh, happening or just happened um, like Figma and Adobe. Uh, right, yeah. Like twenty billion dollars. What what, <laughs> what 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 do you think? Like they, they were the like the first time I saw the news was actually from the CEO of, of Figma on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Like maybe a few hours before it got caught up, like on the on, over oh, the okay. internet. Um, so that's yeah, probably like, more than any Shopify app is worth. Yeah, and <laughs> it it feels so weird because I always thought of Figma as like an app that is out there to destroy Adobe like to, to actually fight the, the big guy in the room to, to make things collaborative, to make things available like for the public for free. Um, and now- Yeah, and that's probably how it's uh, started, right? But then, uh, and I guess that's what Adobe also thinks and better to eat yeah. than be eaten, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 so what- But, but there's a bit of a lot of, I mean, I don't use Figma a lot personally. We've, we, we use yeah. it, of course, sometimes in projects, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, worried comments out there, right? From heavy users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is... so what we're, we're going to see like a hundred dollar annual subscription in the creative cloud right now for Figma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't see that one coming. I mean, I haven't thought about it actually, and I don't know too much details. I, I didn't know that Figma was as big as they apparently are because they do feel like that uh, newcomer, uh, like new, new yeah. and cool newcomer, but they're not yeah, really true. already, I think. Yeah, 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 that, that's true. So uh, I, I didn't think about it too much. So what the CEO uh, of Figma, what he shared first was the actual, like, first plans uh, and what he's saying is that Figma is going to be still run kind of separately as a separate business um, and he would stay there and they would like do this thing kind of independently uh, which was kind of what we heard I think from Instagram right uh, back, back yeah, in and the day it's quite common I mean it's a <laughs> completely different example but I sold my like 10 people company to a a bigger company and that was the the same I, I stayed on and so on because I think everyone in the smaller company and the users of that uh, product is worried but I don't think that usually stays the case over time I mean it's the synergies uh, you you're after uh, after yeah. all so I think that's a, a message to try to keep people calm but and, and also for them to figure out during a period exactly how to to do it but I don't think long term it will be like that Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, let's let's get down to business. Yeah, I've looked into more detail into two apps and what I tried from that and what I've been doing before sort of is to find like a, a way to quickly evaluate like any app, like, okay, what could the potential be here or in what range could they be uh, revenue-wise? Revenue um, yeah, so, Yeah, so, so maybe that w we can actually brainstorm about something on like the developers that, that I found because I don't have yep. the exact numbers on them, um, but they feel quite big and actually like very different. So what I wanted to also 
um, what I was curious to find that like the businesses that they are in are quite different in terms of as decisors, like something like that. Okay. But I, I could start with this. I, I, I prepared some numbers because what I thought was interesting here and I will show is that these two, they were just picked at random, but the metrics are very similar and it would be interesting then to try to apply those to what you know and see if it yeah. still matches sort of. So yeah, two apps where I could find and these were either for sale or they were seeking investment. So they went out with some more information. So one is the first one is Firepush and this is the 2019 numbers that were available so they do like sms email stuff like that mm -hmm. and easy catalog is an app to create uh, a pdf catalog out of your product catalog basically in a in an easy way so very different apps in in that sense with different use cases so first yeah the public uh, uh, information that's available so the number of reviews of course is very interesting because that sort of shows okay uh, how many users do they have? More reviews, usually more users, right? And there's also yeah. other other things there, but I didn't put in here, but that should be looked at, like when did they launch? And of course their pricing plan, you need to sort of look at in a more qualitative uh, way to figure out, okay, what could be the reasonable uh, level of revenue here? So this is of course available for all uh, apps. And then what was possible to find for these guys was also the, their MRR and for one of them the number of active merchants so and the first thing that's interesting here I think is that both of these are almost exactly 10 times so they're making 50k on 660 reviews and they're making 5k on, on 69 reviews and this might I mean I don't think it's this exact but it's quite interesting that these two picked on random or that close so that would be interesting to sort of compare with others later mm-hmm uh, for Easy Catalog, didn't have the total number of merchants, so there I will try to do that sort of calculation that I, I think can be done. Uh, so yeah, what I calculated for these then is, okay, so for these merchants that we know they have, and they, we know how many reviews they have, so how many leave a review? So out of the active merchants, 16.5% has left a, uh, a review. And I remember looking at this a couple of years ago, and that seems like a reasonable number. I think it's quite high. It's somewhere like 5-10%, I think, would be the average uh, from what I found uh, then. But of course, the, yeah, uh, you can get a lot of reviews if you uh, have a really bad product, because people want to write that, or if you have a really good one. But you can also, of course get more reviews by being very active in asking for reviews and, and uh, yeah, so on. So, so like the the Shopify SEO game is the review game, right? So yeah. The the more and the faster you get the like the better you can get ranked on it. Yeah, exactly. So but I think somewhere like five to twenty percent maybe is some it's hard maybe to get a lot uh, a lot higher than, than that. So I, I would think this is quite high but not extreme. Mm -hmm. And this then means that they're making $13 per, per merchant per month, which is also a reasonable uh, number. So they actually have, a, it's a free app, but then you pay for the usage of number of SMS and emails and, and so on. And but, how much do you pay? Like what, what is the pricing? So it starts like it's like per usage. So okay. there's different, okay. different tiers. So it starts quite low, but then it can go up to like 100 and 200 and, and beyond, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also it's like a sensibility check that $13 per active user, it, it's quite, it looks reasonable, uh, I think. Yeah, so what I did then was to like, okay, if we add those same 
metrics to the other one, like 16.5% uh, reviews per, per uh, active merchants, would mean that they have 418 and that they then are making $12 per uh, merchant per, per month. Uh, so yeah, as I said, because these are like exactly almost 10 times, of course, they become very, uh, very similar. But I think with this approach, you can sort of more or less evaluate uh, any app, look at how many reviews do they have. And then you put in, okay, the you check the uh, reviews per merchant, put in like 10%, mm -hmm. then they would have 10% more merchants. And you put in some like judging from their pricing plan okay what is a reasonable uh, average revenue per merchant and you would come to some number which will of course never be exact but i think you can find quite a good range with very little information actually which is what i find interesting here also cool and well ba ba basically we want to find out like how much money does like someone make right um so who are the developers of those like do, do you know if, if those like are some yeah, so like yeah. So the first one is more of a real company, I think 10 employees, uh, mm -hmm. and they also have other products. Uh, and the second one making 5k a month, that's uh, one single uh, developer, uh, which is like what he wrote at least spending very little time on customer support and, and so on. Um, and that one was launched in uh, 2020. So it's been like two years uh, to get to, to that stage. But now according to the numbers both that I could find and that he says himself it's sort of like quite stable on there and getting about 50 new installs per per month so at that at this point it seems like it is like that sort of uh, yeah self-going uh, machine more or less but of course it takes it takes some time to to get to that point and still it's like at 5k so it's not bringing in massive amounts but it still shows that it's doable to do it like a a one-man show. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that's true. So I saw quite some contrast in uh, who are building what uh, in terms of the apps, and um, this is also the case when when something is um, like is doable. Uh, yeah. So I guess I can share like what what I found, and then maybe we can like in the background we can compare with with your numbers, like if that is somewhat in line. Um, I don't have a deck like you. I I, I didn't come prepared. I, I have like a lot of notes, but not, uh, but not something to to share. Um, so the first one is uh, is this text card plus. Um, so it it says it's not compatible, but basically because uh, our partner account is European and they only serve like the North American okay. fancy currencies. Uh, like the Canadian dollars and the regular ones. So those guys have 12 employees. Um, and oh. uh, after a year and a half, they were doing 500K per year. So they, they, they were yeah. tracking to do 500K for 2020, which is like 42K per month. But on this and app only or they have more? This is the only like the only app that they do. Um, and yeah, it, it says it has 25 reviews, but basically it seems that they are using some other channels to, to, to sell that. Um, yeah. j j just because um, it, it doesn't look like, uh, like they, they're using the Shopify SEO. And basically they, this is like what they, what, what they have as pricing. So 49 to $299 plus some fee uh, on, it's quite, like on the top. Quite yeah, expensive so for being a 
Shopify app. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it looks like they are doing this kind of as a business, but Shopify is uh, is more of an integration uh, kind of that they have for this platform. Um, so maybe they're focused on Shopify as a single customer, but not on Shopify as a platform to actually like as a distribution channel. Like yeah. well, what we are thinking of doing is like, yeah. how do we make Shopify the the distribution first of all uh and then like everything else um uh, yeah so that's uh, like that that that's one case it's um it's quite do you weird. have any information on how many users they had or something like that was that so no that's little... that they actually haven't uh no so they only like uh, what there is is like uh, we know that there's like half of the team is developers um they were seeking for some investment of like two to four hundred k uh for just expanding the team and continue to develop the product um but yeah not, not nothing else actually so it looks like this one is kind of tight in terms of having 12 people for half a million that they were tracking dollars a year it's i mean it, it's hard to afford them full-time right? yeah true um i mean if, if we're just thinking of gross amounts uh well in the u.s for sure in uh like if they are spread out then well probably also hard especially if there's developers so maybe that those are the people doing it like full-time part-time and uh like a few full-time a few part-time but it's not something that actually makes a lot of money as they are looking for not that big of an investment for just growing the product i see but it could also be I, i'm thinking like they have quite few reviews as compared to what i looked at so but if their average revenue is a lot higher so uh, i just made a quick calculation is they're making 300 uh, per merchant per month on average yeah. with the success fee and so on they only need 133 and then actually the ratio is still matching with the number of reviews so it could be that they have like bigger clients on, on average and are making more from them yeah yeah that 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 could be the case so then uh i have another case um which is an app that's uh, basically adds the integration for instagram to the shopify uh to the Shopify store. So this one, InstaFeed, mm. Instagram feed story. Uh, it has not as many reviews, 535, but like pretty much all of them are five star. Um, but this one, it's actually it's actually great. Um, so if you, if you take a look at who does this, uh, let me just go through the, some of the, of the, of the notes. So this app is priced uh, as at four ninety five per month. Mm. Um, as soon as the website reaches thousand visits threshold, so basically it has a lot of free users, uh, and um, uh, basically the developer shared that they have two two thousand five hundred monthly installs of the app. Mm. Um, so there's like a lot of users. Um, and the last uh, reported MRR is $22,000 per month. So it went from around 3,000 uh, to 22 in a year and a half. Mm. It was quite a rapid growth. Uh, and uh, 
yeah from month to month it's like almost doubled at first uh, and then like about half a year of steady growth and then it went actually it went up like on like september to december so like the autumn and uh, winter I guess basically that like the e-commerce peak after the summer, uh, that's yeah. when it actually went up again. What is interesting about this thing is that, uh, so $22,000 a month of MRR, it's a single guy. It's, uh, mm. it's one developer in Mumbai who built this, who grew it up. And uh, basically he's on to his next venture to actually build a CRM for e-commerce. Uh, so he's trying to raise money um, to, to, to focus on that, on something else. But this like single app uh, made him kind of uh, quite substantial uh, revenue inside. And, yeah, and definitely. Like, the, like the, the growth was, was dramatic because the first year that he kind of closed, it was at 150K. Um, so basically it was only like, oh. so the, the, projected, the projected revenue is actually super high compared to like uh, what, what he did. Like it's it's just still growing crazy, and but the pricing was capped at five dollars, or do are there more expensive plans? No, I I cannot find anything. Like it seems mm. to be just uh, yeah, just five five dollars as a all features free to use and five four four ninety five if you cross thousand page visits. That's that's it, mm. like super simplistic. Yeah, that's nice. It's a nice uh, difference to your previous one also which is probably exactly, quite a high, exactly. high so the, price the, point for uh, yeah 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 so the, the, there's like the team that can barely afford themselves like a, as it seems i don't know uh and this this dude is a hustler uh like growing and building stuff and quite successfully as as it looks so yeah i just put in the numbers here in my little calculation so let's say he's making on average two and a half dollars maybe so half of them uh, goes over then he has eight thousand eight hundred active merchants uh, which is probably on the low end is if he has 2500 installations but what you should yeah. see also or know is that you will also have a lot of uninstalls so i looked at that for one of mine they had like uh, i think yeah the ones that had uh, 4000 active merchants they've mm -hmm. had 44000 approximately installs so 40000 uninstalls also so out of those two and a half thousand, he's definitely not keeping keeping all of them. So maybe around ten k yeah, actually sure. can can make sense, and that would mean that he has like five percent uh, reviews per active merchant. So it, it's it's still within our magic formula uh, there. Yeah. So so my my guess would be is that I I would think that maybe probably the conversion would be slightly lower, um, just because if you have a store which is super small then connecting it to your instagram feed and not paying anything for that is kind of why not do that yeah um and if the store is if the store works and actually has uh, like enough sales then why not keep a five dollar app to yeah. also like keep all that together so so my guess would be that probably just not like many stores would not get to the five dollar threshold and actually just not paying yeah. uh, to him but anyway that's yeah. that seems to work quite good uh, like for him and i think that has sort of been the standard play on the shopify app store to have something quite simple that solves one need 
Uh, mm -hmm. You have it for free and it's still very cheap as a paid version, either as in this case when you hit the limit or with some functionality that some users want. But I think then also as Shopify merchants has grown, I mean there are huge e-commerce companies on Shopify now, then the apps has also become more sophisticated and we see as your other example, the ones where it's like uh, a few hundred per, uh, per month. But it sounds like yeah. this guy is sort of the uh, original uh, Shopify app uh, strategy. He seems to be crushing it. And it is definitely a numbers game, right? So, I mean, that's the benefit that there are hundreds of uh, millions uh, Shopify merchants out there that you can reach through one one channel. So it makes sense True. that the, it's a volumes game that um, the price point can be a lot lower if you can handle all of those users without too much support. Yeah, yeah. So. I have three more, which uh, I don't have exact numbers on, but I think they're kind of cool to just to, to discuss because they are very different businesses. That's going to be number one. Uh, they are called Hulk apps. Um, oh, yeah. So those seem like a, well, I, I, I guess probably on the end of the more successful like guys uh, on the platform, but not uh, the ones that we would at least compare us to at least as of now so this is like a legit business yeah. um, like those are around um 180 to like 200 employees like somewhere around that uh, and what uh, is interesting is that uh, basically they launched 18 apps uh, on shopify like what they do is that they also um have a lot of other services that they provide. Yeah. So basically they, they seem to be just like an agency doing everything. And this website that's uh, like we're looking at, it has a, around like 60,000 visitors a month. Mm, yeah. So this is actually also a sales channel to simply um, get sales for building shops, uh, for building like a lot of custom solutions. So this is uh, like a, just kind of a legit business with a lot of people who's doing a lot of stuff around like building this this thing yeah and that's uh, what you're gonna see right all the way from this one man show to the really big companies doing both the apps and um in exactly exactly and so exactly um and so then then there's another one that we can maybe try to somehow like size uh like what kind of uh project that th there are so they're those are called uh, those are called conversion bear oh yeah you, you heard of them yeah I, and I know when we did the analysis in the last that we went through in the last episode they were like winners in a lot of categories yeah yeah so so they have um, yeah I haven't actually seen how many apps they have so I, I think they have maybe like around 15 apps or so so like uh, quite a few, but um, they have one which is like the one they are they are pushing like as hard as they can, which is called this like honeycomb. Um, the pricing for this app is actually like fifty to one hundred fifty dollars a month, so it is quite expensive. Uh, it has four hundred. Uh, is it on Shopify? Yeah. So it has four hundred forty six reviews, like almost all. Um, uh, five star um, only one was one star where a person said that it just doesn't work so maybe it was an edge case when it was just not compatible with 
with their site. Mm. Uh, and they are mentioning somewhere that uh, they have 90,000 stores connected to like their apps. So like this is kind of a big scale, like they, they covered, but th there's also a, a free version as well, right? So, uh, yeah. they, which is just a trial. So, so, so I, I, I wonder how much do they make like overall? I, ha I have a feeling that this single app should be over, like, I don't know, like over maybe like one, one to 200,000 200, a month of um of sales like given how hard they push and given how like how much traffic they they kind of have around that one yeah i put in here if they have 10 percent review rate yeah and they're making on average 49 so their lowest tier and then they are making 223k a month yeah so that matches uh, yeah, with your with yeah your yeah, yeah so yeah, so it it seems to be quite uh, quite quite big. And what what's also interesting is that out of the apps that they have, uh, like the majority are actually free. So uh, yeah. like like half of them are free, and the uh, the others have some paid version. Where this Honeycomb is kind of actually the the biggest one that they are pushing the hardest, um, like throughout the right. site. So what I think is cool to to know about them is uh, like they are very spread out team. Um, so they are looking for uh, people in different specific locations, wh which I think is how they their team is split. Uh, so they're looking for a developer in Ukraine, for a designer in Israel and for a marketing person in the US. Um, mm, okay. But at the same time, they have only seven employees on LinkedIn. So I, th I think they're like a team of maybe 10 people, like 15, including some freelancers who are building kind of a nice business compared to like uh, to, to the other ones. Um, so that's something, um, yeah, some, something interesting, I think. Yeah, but that's also another type of numbers game there that they have many different apps. And I think that's also a common strategy that you have one that is free that sort of uh, everyone more or less has a need for and then you upsell to other more niche ones exactly exactly and it's like uh, yeah so uh they, they have one that they focus on to make the money because the yeah. other ones are actually also cheaper so there's one for like 15 dollars another for like 30 dollars a month yeah and there's the one like with the most features uh the the, the most kind of cool one that they're pushing uh which probably makes them the the, the most uh output at the end like the last one that i have um i was i mean it was weird it it was a re really weird uh, thing because um they're called common ninja um uh, i think that uh they're i i'm not even going to guess like what are they making like on the apps uh they have 19 apps but i think that they're diff they're, they're like core business is completely different and uh, like mm. they i think they are using the apps to probably just pay the pay their salaries uh like so something like that um they had a 1.2 million pre-seed round um to I guess like to, to get going, uh, they have uh, ten people on LinkedIn as uh, their employees, 
and they're based on Israel. Um, so that's like kind of a small background, but check this out, like what, what they're actually doing. Um, so they're called Common Ninja. They have Shopify apps, but it was really fun when I found out like what is actually what they, they, they're doing. Like their main focus is not exactly the Shopify, but they are building a platform for uh, no code development of like small SaaS tools. So, mm -hmm. so what you can actually use their tool for is build your own app, uh -huh. which will potentially have like integration with Shopify, but not necessarily. So it's, it's like a, yeah, like an e-commerce building platform uh, where you're creating something very simple mm. and you can earn money off your app through them which i guess would be just like as an intermediary between shopify so their their pricing is actually like some fee plus uh plus transaction fee where the transaction fee is like when people will pay for your app to use uh, like through them yeah. um so it's like a shopify app store on like a, an app store on top of a shopify app store but but you like, can also connect to other uh it looked like that so woocommerce yeah. and others so yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so it's it's yeah. like that um the only thing uh like which it seems to me is that uh they seem to be very new so mm -hmm. uh basically if you go to their plugins like this is the whole list like if shopify has like 7000 apps this is all that they have right now which uh, i uh, i understand is built by them but not only by them uh, but isn't and then, this maybe only the ones they've done themselves or should it be all? I, I think them? this is all. This is actually okay. all because as a developer, when you join their platform, you actually get the distribution like from them. Okay. And they, they kind of promise some sort of distribution for your apps, uh, which means that, uh, yeah, basically like this one is some builder for comparison tables for like mm -hmm. products, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. And uh, yeah, and so, so like it, it, it looked like they, they are building the Shopify apps as uh, like as probably one of the main businesses because like 19 apps is quite a lot. But uh, this is uh, this seems to be like their main focus. And that's like what they're using their revenue to finance, like building this platform and trying to grow that. But isn't those 19 Shopify apps then the apps coming from here? That could be built from by yeah. them, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so the, yeah. those 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 are the ones. Uh, oh. So 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 I I guess they're trying to basically um, combine, like build a platform where you can build an app, but at the same time use uh, the power of Shopify distribution uh, so that you can, you know, like, yeah. Uh, and the other platforms have, have distribution then probably so they aggregate that so you can build it easily there and then you get the distribution to Shopify to WooCommerce and, and the, the other sort of app yeah, stores or I, plugin I, stores yeah, I, yeah right so I actually I haven't f f found like all the details uh, like how easy is, is that so they, they, they mentioned that it works with Shopify like what else like Magento, WordPress, Wix, uh, Webflow. Yeah. So a lot of things, but uh, I'm not sure if that works like out of the box that you build some, you know, business logic and then it connects to everything. Um, but maybe there is, 
yeah some API connection to um, to do at least some of the stuff or to simplify the like the the, the connection of, of things yeah and then you get even more distribution like through one one channel so I, I guess that would uh, yeah it would depend on like how well can they actually distribute because uh, if you as a developer like trying if you're trying to build something that would work uh like as well as like in shopify as in magento or something else uh then uh, you maybe not uh, you're maybe not going to focus as much on distribution like on a single channel um which means that is it like these uh common ninja who's gonna be like looking for reviews or like how yeah, it right. will like how, support how be handled like the, the, this is uh something that is not clear uh, i th- i think but i i th- i think it's kind of an interesting business to to try to kind of it looks like they they, they want to kind of just win it somehow like the the, the whole system and uh, be in the center of all the e-commerce app development like in that way yeah and that's interesting with uh ecosystem that's as big as the Shopify app store in itself is like then it there will happen side businesses and uh, other setups around that right and then there's the different uh, isolated ecosystem so the woo and then they together become an even bigger one so yeah, yeah as soon as something becomes so big there's a lot of different opportunities yeah yeah the, yeah that's true so that's that's all I have I think we got like the the range at least of the revenues from the app from around like 5k to 200 something of what, what like what we could estimate per app yeah which sounds like it could be a big business um i i i i still think that the indian guy with like 22k mrr is like the winner <laughs> yeah sounds like it yeah or the conversion bear depending on which way you go sort of they seem to be seem to be the bigger uh, company here uh, yeah yeah exactly so uh, i'm not sure like how big they are in reality um b- because I, I mean in our agency if you check linkedin there's one employee which is like me uh yeah uh so yeah if they if they work with a lot of like freelance developers then that would probably be not not visible uh but yeah, yeah exactly so it looks like it could be it could be a nice, uh, like, nice revenue stream to, like, a- either on its own or to finance some other, uh, like, direction of business, as like some of these examples actually do. Yeah, and I think what, but now we've looked at those that are making some revenue. Those are more interesting. I think there's also a, a bunch that never takes off, uh, basically making no, no revenue. So it's still uh, you still need to have a, a good product marketed in a in a good way right and so have some patience like the one i looked at that's making 5k a month which is i mean if it's completely more or less passive that's very good still but that's a take in uh, two years so uh, and as we spoke about in last episode i think the competition is getting uh, tougher and tougher with many more apps uh, in there exactly exactly so uh, we're uh, we're not seeing everyone who actually failed and uh, like everyone who launched something but never made it yeah uh but when we think of this like uh shopify fee that happens only like after a million dollars a year of uh arr 
that's not something like too crazy like from at least of what we can see uh because basically all these developers well they they do look at the cumulative amount uh from the apps that they make uh but uh it seems that they are like quite big businesses some of them yeah um yeah so i i i i guess the big question or like the practical question is how to speed up like the time from idea to to submission like of the app yeah. like how to how to have that like as as quickly set up as uh, as possible yeah and sort of the id generation and the validation of that maybe even before so the more certain you can be that you are filling a, a need that at least uh, enough merchants have the the better uh, the quicker that cycle would be also uh, yeah well yeah that, that that's true that's true um at, at least uh, yeah to figure out if there is a need what like what sort of competition there is in that niche as like yeah. uh, as we saw like for, for, for some in the app store you see that's basically there's like a ton of the same stuff doing the same thing and that's uh that that would probably be hard to beat yeah so that's it uh i think that was actually like an interesting one um at, at least less uh, less specific and stuck within like our specific story than the previous ones yeah it's a bit more uh, generic and, uh, but yeah you, you never know cool then uh, I guess that's uh, that's it 